All right, so we've arrived in the village of Barovia. So one thing to note here is that I finished um, a journey as part of my vow to come to the aid of the village of Barovia. That was the vow that I swore back in the tavern when the Vistani first showed up and gave me the first letter. Uh, so I'm going to come to the aid of the village of Barovia. That's all I have to do. Come to the aid. Figure out what, what's going on. Come and help them. I have now done that. Literally done that. So that's a step on my vow to come to their aid. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to mark progress on that particular vow. Since this is a dangerous quest, and again the progression goes something like uh, um, troublesome, dangerous, formidable, extreme, and then epic. Okay, I am marking this one as dangerous, which means that every progress move that I make successfully marks off two boxes on this ten box chart that I've got. So now the village. Let's get to that tall shapes loom out of the dense fog that surrounds everything even in mid-afternoon you can see it right here see fog uh the muddy ground underfoot gives way to slick wet cobblestones tall shapes become recognizable as the dwellings of the village of barovia the windows of each house stare out from pools of black nothingness no sound cuts the silence except just at the edge of hearing a single voice raised in mournful sobbing from a fair distance inside the town and a few miles away brigida can see the silhouette of a castle way up on a peak overlooking the valley right there that doesn't look creepy at all that's not remotely ominous we'll let this i tell you what we're gonna have this one loom in the background for me just so it's constantly looming there and then we'll go back to the village lovely beautiful all right so i decide as i'm coming in that initially i'm just gonna i'm gonna follow the sound of the sobbing as much as i'm able into the village let's get a map up we got an rpg let's get a map going here see what we got all right village of barovia so what you see here um i'm coming in at the red arrow and i've marked out my path on this particular map uh the route that i'm actually going to take down through the village so basically i'm just following the sobbing as far in as i can get and from there you know just you know once i get to a crossroads kind of i'm just i'm following the noise um so I enter the town from the east to the Red Arrow and follow the street toward the sobbing sound. So I kind of go by a bunch of private homes and uh, the main square in the center of town. Um, what I can immediately make out is that many of the houses have no glass in the windows. And I'm getting this from uh, the, the module itself. I add a few details here and there, but generally speaking, I'm just picking up stuff out of the module there. So no glass in the windows, they're broken out and people have nailed boards over them. Um, if, you can kind of make out on the uh, screen. Uh, the building marked E1, right at the center of town, is Bidrath's Mercantile. That's a general store. And E2, as near as I can tell from where I'm at, is Blood on the Vine, which is a, a tavern or an inn, maybe both. They have signs, so I can tell that that's what they are. Um, the Mercantile is well lit inside. Lights shining out into the foggy street. The same is true of the tavern. There is zero foot traffic on the streets many of the houses look abandoned or deserted and those that don't look abandoned or desert or deserted are closed up tight the sobbing is coming from down the street as i get it to the main square if i take a left the sobbing is coming from that street the building marked e3 which is a two-story townhouse it's pretty nice uh but it's been boarded up and barricaded from the inside like many of the others so i go and knock on the door the knocking doesn't get any response from inside the house and the sobbing continues and Brigitte is about Brigitte is about to try something else when a small voice from behind me says, 
That's Mad Mary's house. There's a little kid standing in the middle of the street, about 20 feet away from the front step where I'm standing. And uh, Brig kind of frowns and says, Who? All right. So, let's look back at this thing again. Gather information. When you search an area, ask questions, conduct an investigation, or follow a track, roll wits. If you act within the community or ask questions of a person with whom you share a bond, add plus one. All right. Let's see what I get. That's fine. It's fine. All right. According to the move, on a miss, your investigation unearths a dire threat or reveals an unwelcome truth that undermines your quest. Pay the price. Awesome. Mad Mary, that's her house. He points at the house. She had a girl named Gertruda, and she never let her leave the house. Gertruda snuck out, and she hasn't come back. The sobbing is the same volume, probably, but somehow it seems to get louder. Yeah. So, pay the price. The move for pay the price. Um... When you suffer the outcome of a move, choose one. Make the obvious negative outcome happen. Envision two negative outcomes and rate one as likely. Ask the oracle a yes no on the yes no table. On a yes, make that outcome happen. Otherwise, make something else happen. Or roll on the following table. You have difficulty interpreting. If you have difficulty interpreting the result to fit the current situation, just roll again. Okay, so I roll and I gotta. I'm not gonna take this a tiny little image I'm going to put up. I'm not going to put it up here, but I roll a 42, uh, which means a new danger or foe is revealed. Okay, great. So more complications. Okay. Do you know where she is? Brigitte answers. The girl? The kid just looks at her expressionless for a little while, and then he turns and points. He turns and points to that. Crap. Okay. My da sent me to uh, tell you to come to the tavern to invite you, and Brig nods somewhat numbly, and then follows the child back along the street toward the center of town, wondering what she's got herself uh, pulled into. So, I'm heading back up the street from the home of Mad Mary to the tavern. The GM is droning on about atmospheric stuff, or, you know, whatever, GM stuff. You know, they do that. Now, somewhere in here, if you're me, or most of the players that I've played with ever since I was 10, uh, you've, you've totally tuned out the GM because you're turning over what you've learned so far. Or you're checking Pinterest for pictures of hot vampires. So let's do that. Let's, let's the pondering thing, not the Pinterest thing. What do you, what do we do now? Let's go back to the village. Let's go back. So we got vampires. Okay, two letters, contradictory. So only one of them can be entirely true, assuming either one of them is even true. One of them says Irina, whoever Irina is, is afflicted by vague evil. TM. and uh, the one true love of the Burgomaster. So. Afflicted by vague evil and the love of the Burgomaster. The other one says she's got an unholy wound and the Burgomaster is her stepfather. No, adopted daughter. Right. So, obvious facts. These are obvious facts that can be easily checked. The Burgomaster is like the mayor. So, everyone's going to know. Is is that her his daughter? I mean, pretty much anybody should be known. Footnote. I, re, I mean, we got Mira on the road that we had to kill with the axe. Irina... Mad Mary and her daughter Gracie, or Gertruda, whatever. Um, all women, all girls, all victimized. I'm beginning to sense a vile little pattern. Hmm. Okay. So, I head up by the uh, tavern, lay a coin down for a drink, and I say, Irina Koliana, who is she to the burgomaster of this town? Now, I rate it likely, likely, that a fact as simple as this will be shared simply for the asking without me needing to coax it out of anyone. I check the oracle which agrees with me. 
which is awesome. Great. The bartender nods to the boy who brought me in, pours the ale, but says nothing as I ask about uh, Irina Koliana or the Burgermaster. He just nods with his chin in the direction of a quiet man uh, sitting by the fireplace. There. Okay, it's likely, but Barovia is a place of caution and paranoia. So, fine, I head over. To this guy. Alright. The young man looks up, but says nothing as I approach. The locals seem quite tight-lipped, but he does react when I sit down and quietly ask him about Irina. Irina is my sister. Adopted sister, if you insist. We are... The Burgomaster was our father. Was. Was our father. Fantastic. But at least now, I know which letter is true. So, it would be the second one, from the dead guy. That said, don't come here, put holy people around the border of the kingdom and burn it down and sift through the ashes for treasure. Cool. Alright. So we didn't do that. Check. Um, I pull out the uh, battered letter that I found on the tradesman just outside of town. And I hand it to him without any explanation. I'm going to go for a compel on this. I, I, um, I want some extra information here. Um, so let's go with the compel. Uh, for Compel, let me see if I can pull this up in a way that is a little bit more invisible. That's a little grainy, but it's fine. When you attempt to persuade someone to do something, envision your approach and roll. If you use charm, pacification, barter, or convince, you roll heart. If you're threatening or you're inciting, you roll iron. Or if you lie or you swindle, roll shadow. I'm going to roll heart because I am trying to sort of convince them. I'm trying to convince this, this guy whose name I still don't uh, actually have. That's fine. Um, and I get a mixed success, which I will happily take at this point in time. So I'm going for a compel. Um, I'm going to get what I want, but which is him opening up and telling me some more information. I'm going to roll right into a gather information with a plus one. So on a weak hit, as above, but they ask something from me in return. Envision what they want. Ask the oracle if you're unsure. But I remember that you want something in return. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a great later. I don't think I probably should have taken a plus one on this, but it's fine because it doesn't really matter. Um, it doesn't really matter in this case. So let's gather information again. As a reminder, when you search an area, ask questions, conduct an investigation, or follow a track, roll wits. I'm going to roll wits. Now, I took a plus one, which I shouldn't have done. I kind of misread this move when I originally did it. As a result, I, I took a plus one on this, but it didn't matter. The roll, if without a plus one, still would have beat uh, what I ended up with on this one, which is great. And this is kind of cool. This is, uh, I haven't had this... Well, I haven't had this result go well for me in the past. So my action score was, it was technically a six. But that's fine. And I got challenge dice or double force. So strong hit with a favorable twist. I thought I knew what he was going to ask for, from me, but now I think I'm going to twist his request into an opportunity for me. So he's going to make a request, but it's going to be the kind of request that I'm happy to grant. Um, we'll see it coming here at the end of the conversation. So he looks mildly surprised to recognize the handwriting on the letter, but he nods at several points as he reads, with his expression getting increasingly grim. The devil's shroud is fixated on my adopted sister. He's been trying to take her away for nearly half a year, ever since he first saw her with his own damned eyes. I just shake my head and make him explain more. Um, Strahd? The baron of these lands, or he once was, he ruled from his castle for over 400 years, and is the last of his bloodline, though he is hardly alone up there. He takes a drink of his ale. He's all but waged war on us these last six months. As bad as it ever was before when he neglected us. Now, we had some protection, my father believed, thanks to a holy heirloom that's been handed down to each burgomaster for centuries, but two weeks ago it was stolen. Since then, it's all we can do to keep our homes barricaded against assault and simply pray. No offense, lady, but I can't speak for anyone else in town. But I, at least, was praying for more than one far warden. And I nod to that. I'd have asked for a company, at least. I reach over the table, extending my hand. Brigitta, 
He looks a bit surprised, but he smiles a bit and uh, shakes the hand. Ismark Koliana. I move to sit back, but he holds onto my hand. His grip is strong. His eyes are steady on mine. Take me with you. Whatever you decide to do, if you're here to help us, take me with you. I want to help. He's strong. Strong-willed. And I like the smile. It's a smile that says he might be able to hold himself together when things get a little dark. Can you follow orders? He smirks. Will you ask nicely? I kind of roll my eyes, but my grip tightens a bit. If I have to ask nicely, it's not really an order. He tips his head in agreement. Fair enough. And yes, absolutely, Far Warden. All right, so I'm going to go for this. This is a big one. This is a special one. This is what I've got. Uh, when you spend significant time with a person or community, stand together to face hardships or make sacrifices for, the, for their cause, you can attempt to create a bond. When you do this, roll plus heart. If you make this move after you successfully fulfill your vow to their benefit, you may re-roll any dice, which is super and awesome, and I'm not patient enough to do it. Um, I want to forge the bond now. It would be great if I could re-roll any dice on forge a bond. Um, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I've ever been patient enough. I always want to forge the bond before the... I'm going to have to try that at some point in time. Anyway, so... I am go I don't technically meet the criteria, but I like his mark. I got a strong hit with a twist, so damn it, there it is. He asks to come along, and I'm going to try and form a bond with him and see what we get. <sighs> I cannot catch a break on these dice. Uh, and I could have used the momentum from this, too. Uh, on a strong hit, I get to uh, mark a tick on the progress box, uh, a bond, my bond progress track, and I get to choose either a bonus to spirit or the extra momentum. Um, on a weak hit... They ask something more from you first. Envision whatever that is. Um, then do it. Or you swear an iron vow. And mark the bond. Um, now the thing is, I do get to mark the bond. I just have to do whatever it is they ask. The bond is technically there. I just have to do the thing or swear an iron vow. Um, if I refuse to do whatever they ask me to do, I have to pay the price. Which I'm not going to do. Um, not going to worry about. Um, so I still get the bond on a weak hit, but he wants something from me. Either do what it is or swear an iron bound to do what it is. Well, I was going to wait on this, but I might as well get it over with. So I'm going to swear an iron bound. Um, still holding his hand, I touch the other hand to iron the iron of my armor over my heart. I am Brigia of the Far Wardens, and I swear now on this iron, I will see this land free of the Devil Strad. Ismark's face, serious, but still playful, goes completely pale. The tavern goes completely quiet. So, swear an iron vow. When you swear an iron vow to complete a quest, write your vow and give the quest a rank. Then roll heart. If you make this vow to a person or community with whom you share a bond, add plus one. So, Okay, so first I'm going to swear the vow and write it out. Destroy the Devil Strahd and free Barovia. That's pretty straightforward. It's fucking horrible and impossible, but it's simple. And I mean, I mean, I might as well set this challenge at epic. Uh, it doesn't get much more epic than that. So finally, I'm going to attach a threat to this vow. Um, something with Strat, with Strad. I will figure out the particulars later. This is a, um, so, where's my book? Uh, this is a new feature that got added to vows with the addition of the Delve expansion book. Okay. This is a neat book. This is, this is a... Uh, it's Iron Sworn's take on dungeon delving and stuff like that, but it's not dungeon delving. It's not dungeon crawls, but it has a lot of cool stuff. And one of the things they add in here that doesn't have anything to do really with delves is uh, some additions to the way vows work. And what this lets me do is it adds a threat to the vow who kind of gets their own track for whatever it is that they're working on. 
Um, because I kind of have an idea of what the setting of Ravenloft is like and what Strahd is up to, by doing this, what I'm essentially doing is whenever I don't make progress on my vow, either because I roll really poorly on trying to progress or because I just decide I need to take a break and you know sit in a hammock for a week, my threat, Strahd in this case, advances their thing, whatever that is. Uh, so it's a great way of tracking to see how close Strahd is to getting what he wants in this thing. And I just attach it to the whole thing. The fact that I'm making it an epic is... It's, it's awful. Um, rather than filling in a box or two boxes or three boxes on this quest, every time I advance this particular vow, I get to mark one hash on a box. I need four of those hashes to fill in one box. So I have to, to have any kind of serious chance, let's say I want to get seven or eight boxes. If I wanted to get eight boxes filled in, I've got to make 32 different advancements on this quest to have any chance of freeing Barovia from Strahd. So, and this this is worth noting that like if you fight a epic enemy, that's the same thing. Like you have to make 32 solid hits on, on somebody that's epic to take them out or to have a good chance of taking them out, I should say. Meanwhile, they're hitting you for your entire health bar every single time. So you don't fight things that are epic you just don't fight that kind of stuff you have to you have to acquire items that change them so they aren't an epic enemy um we can't really do that with the quest line but we can do that with with enemies so you get like you find a holy item that is the one thing that's been prophesied to kill them and you whatever you fight them in a in, on blessed territory that weakens them and you may if it's the witch king you you know you pull out the i am no man thing um, or something, just so you have any kind of bloody chance with them. So, it's worth noting, like, you, you're not just going to walk in and decide you're going to crit the, the Tarrasque with one hit and take it out. It's not going to happen. Anyway, so, I set the challenge at Epic. I give the threat something to do with Strahd. I'll figure out the particulars later. And then I'm going to roll heart. I'm making a vow to a person with whom I share a bond, in theory. I might be getting this slightly out of order, but I'm going to I'm gonna get, take the bond and swear the thing. So, I'm going to take a plus one on this vow, rolling. So... There we go. And I can't ask for much more than a 10. I mean, I got a 10. Challenge dice are 7 to 4, so I got a strong hit. I literally cannot get better. Well, I could get a better roll than that if I got matching dice on the ones I beat, but I'll take it. That's plus 2 momentum for me. You are emboldened, and it is clear what you must do next. Take plus 2 momentum. Great. I release Ismark's hand and sit back, but turn at a low, choked sound from the barkeep. His boy is staring, but the man has tears actual tears in his eyes bless you far warden says the barkeep bless you the vastani who are sitting at another table there's a couple at another table seem uh less impressed but one of their clan um brought me the false letter in the first place so i'm not exactly happy with them either okay um i'm gonna mark a milestone on my vow to come to the aid of the village since everyone just heard me just now and and knows who what i am and who I am. That brings my progress to four. And simply for the sake of cleaning up my sheet a little bit, I am going to risk it and try to fulfill that vow. Now, this is stupid. I should not do this. My odds are bad, but I i mean, I have come to the aid of the village. I'm here. I've made this big vow that I'm going to do something ridiculous. And let's just see what it goes. So what this means is when I try to complete when I try to complete a vow, I basically just roll my challenges. I just roll my D10s and I pretend that the amount of progress that I have on my progress bar 
is the number that I rolled in challenge to those challenge dice, in, in opposition to those challenge dice. So I've got four boxes filled. So basically I rolled a four and I'm rolling two 10-sided dice against that. This is not good odds. I think when you get up to around a six, you can usually risk it and have a decent chance of at least beating one of the dice. But with a four, my odds are not, they're not great. Oh, thank God. All right. So I complete the quest with a weak hit, which since it's dangerous, uh, a dangerous vow usually gives me two XP. Since I got a weak hit, it gives me one XP. Um, if I get a weak hit on a troublesome vow, that's particularly annoying because it's only worth one XP, which means you get nothing. You get nothing if you finish it with a weak hit. But in this case, I get one experience for the difficult vow, which isn't enough to do anything with yet. However, you may swear an iron vow to set things right. If you do, add plus one. That's how the vow works. You know, add plus one. I'm pretty darn sure that swearing an iron vow to free Barovia counts. So that gives me two XP. Basically, if you take a weak hit and you say, okay, I didn't do great on this vow, but I'm vowing to do even more for you in the future, you can take an extra point of experience point. So basically, if you keep rolling your quest forward, you can you can keep gathering that XP, which to be fair, if you keep rolling your quest forward, you're going to need the extra XP. So anyway, so I get two XP, which I could theoretically use. I've got stuff I can do with that. Also, I'm taking a bond with the village as my third free bond that I just noticed I never took during character generation. So that's fine. I, I, I had that freebie laying around. I have a bond with my former mentor. I have a bond with the free wardens and I'm gonna take this bond as a bond with the village. If I was gonna just give it to myself and, and give myself the opportunity to roll the bond now, that would feel a little cheaty um, because I haven't really spent a ton of time. I've just sworn one, one vow to them and that doesn't really warrant it. But since I have an actual bond slot free on my character sheet, I'm taking it. It's a good thing I looked while I was writing down my uh, bond with Ismark. Anyway, the free bond is with the village of Barovia. Thank you very much. I'm, I, I'm kind of coming at that sideways, but something tells me I am going to need all the help I can get. Ismark is still watching me. Would you like to meet my sister, Brigitte? Very much. So he nods, stands, leaves coin for the bartender, and the two of us depart to meet his sister, Irina. And with that, I'm going to stop. We're going to go on to meet Irina at the Burgomaster's home next time.